You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Do you like movies? Do you like TV? Do you like discussing the temporal effects of non-linear time travel and its implication on the plot of the movie Looper? Uh, okay. Do you enjoy the latest in pop culture news? Do you enjoy superheroes? Do you enjoy discussing the relative merits of superpowers and their effects on human physiology? Anyways, if you enjoy these things, even a small amount, you'll love the Rusted Robot Podcast. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, YouTube, and make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Subscribe so you never miss an episode. TheRustedRobot.Podbean.com Hello and welcome again to the Monster Sci-Fi Show Podcast. I am your host, The Monster. I'm back to give you another sci-fi news for this week. And wow, two in a row. Mr. I'm, just, I'm, I'm here again. <laughs> Live from Gene's room. <laughs> it's uh, Saturday, Saturday night. It is Saturday night, actually. We're doing I, this. I guess that makes it all right. Little red Corvette. God yeah. damn it. Sorry. She had a pocket full of horses. Okay. Yeah. Trojans is that one that used. Yeah, Trojan man. <laughs> so for uh, today's podcast, we're going to be talking about finally the Captain Marvel trailer. It dropped. It dropped. It it was like hot because she dropped it like it was hot. Like like a tamale. Like a tamale. Today, chilly today and hot tamale. Um, we're also going to be talking about a couple of things from the DC universe, which is going to be the Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, Joker, as well as uh, the Batman thing. The Bat thing. <laughs> the Bat thing. Yeah. The man-sized Batman thing. The yeah. man thing. Yeah. yeah. Man thing. <laughs> Coming to DC Black Label. <laughs> and then lastly, we're going to be talking about the DC Universe app, which I have been now playing with for the past couple of weeks. And... Uh, We'll talk about that and the experience that I had and showing Mr. Gene all the fun things you can do with that app. Wow, look at all these episodes of Lois and Clark I can watch. <laughs> Carrie Hatcher was hot back then. Uh, Adventures of Superboy. Wow. With Gilbert Godfrey. My God, that's amazing. Anywho, so let's get into it real quick. So Captain Marvel dropped. And for the most part, I think it was... Not a bad trailer. No. Um, but as you were mentioning, this is, and I didn't think about this, but this is kind of like a, a Green Lantern core remake-ish. Kind of, yeah. So Marvel is like, no, no, this is our stuff. <laughs> this, this doesn't look anything like Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern or <laughs> the upcoming Green Lantern core movie that DC may or may not be doing. They said no matter what, it's going to be better. <laughs> <laughs> And not an animated suit. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> we've learned from their mistakes. <laughs> For God's sakes, whatever you do, don't animate it into a green. Whatever. Um, but Taika Waititi's in that movie. Is he? Yeah, he's the, the best friend, I think. I don't remember. 
pretty sure. I, I honestly, because I did the the my Green Lantern rewatch uh-huh. on that. Uh-huh. That completely went over my head. <laughs> but then again, when I did this, this was before Thor Ragnarok came out. So, yeah, you, why would you know that? <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, but in any case, uh, we get to see Brie uh, in action, so to speak, in a couple of scenes. Tequititi. Yeah. It is Tequititi. Yeah. Oh, very cool. She looks fantastic. Of course, now we get Nick Fury with a full head of hair. And Coulson. And Young Coulson. <laughs> Not from Tahiti, but the actual Coulson himself before he died. Which is kind of nice. It's a it's a nice payback. It's a nice going back to that. So, uh, and then of course we have other characters. Like I said, Ronan is going to be back, but was not in a trailer. But we know that he will be uh, based on the EW coverage that they had some weeks ago. And I still don't know. Like like my wife picked up the Miss Marvel omnibus. You know the black and white. Right, comic. right, right, right. Uh, starting with Miss Marvel number one. So I'm not sure if that's going to be the origin story, but it just seems like it's not the Captain Marvel as the man or Marvel that started as a Kree soldier. It'll be close enough. It'll be fine. Right. So I'm, I'm just kind of figuring out what's the, the actual storyline they're going to do or what they're going to revise for their universe. They'll probably just take pieces from everything. Right. Cobble it together in some believable story. You've got the the, the dead Cree thing. I mean, yeah. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. No, not Cree. Scrawl. Sorry, damn Scrawl. it. Yeah, which is that. It's I'm looking Kree, forward Scrawl, to that. They all look alike. No, it's they don't. <laughs> They're at war. They got the lines under ball chin. Uh, you get the fig Newton. That yeah. Just, okay. uh, but I did like the little nod right off the back with uh, Captain Marvel falling into. Blockbuster video. <laughs> Perfectly 90s. <laughs> Perfectly 90s. So, so much for the movie night, because now you got a hole in the ceiling, and I'm sure it ruined everyone's collection of VHS tapes back then. But still, good times. Good times. So, uh, we got Blockbuster, Rick Colson, we got Nick Fury, both his eyes, and uh, Reed, D.H.? Yeah, D.H. Um, Nick Fury. Because, right, right. Uh, Looks really good. I mean, ever since they did it with um, Michael Douglas in the first Ant Man movie, that it was not, creepy. It was very creepy, <laughs> but it was just like wow. And they did it with Michelle Pfeiffer in the Ant Man and the Wasp movie. Yeah. Like that's really good stuff. And they did it well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not like in Tron. You know, just, no, yeah, even, that was bad. That then, was creepy. I was like, yeah, even no. Then it was still. Tron Legacy, that's it. Yeah, I mean, that was like kind of like the really beginning of that technology, but still, I was still impressed with that kind of thing. Um, which one that they failed to do a proper job? You didn't like Leia from Rogue One. It was okay, I didn't it mind okay. it. But Grandma I, Tarkin was amazing. I'm yeah. like, holy shit. That's- yeah, I mean, that's the kind of thing that I'm like, you can digitally do that completely. That's amazing, but... To, to go into like uh, frame by frame and actually re- remove stuff and kind of make it all clean. Oh, now I remember. It's the Superman stash. How they couldn't fix that upper lip thing. And how it was obvious. They, every time that you saw that hair lip thing that just kind of stuck out, that was the reshoot. I think I think that's just... this. Warner Brothers picked a cheap studio. Right. You know what I mean? Just... This is you, you should have gone out and outsourced it to someone else. Well, they didn't have a whole, whole hell of a lot. They didn't have a whole lot of time. That's the problem. You know, Paramount was being a dick <laughs> to Marvel. And I'm like, seriously, you could have just 
They were willing to pay to have a fake uh, mustache put on Henry. Like, no, no, we don't want no. that. We got him for our movie. He keeps yeah. the mustache. He keeps the mustache. He keeps the stash. There's not much to complain. The only thing that I'm kind of worried about is like I'm kind of listening to the music, and it is interesting enough, but nine out of ten times they never use the movie that you hear, the music you hear. And also in past Marvel movie trailers, they've they've misdirected on purpose. But this is the first trailer. I don't think they're going to do that in this. Like the the running scene in the Infinity yeah. War where the Hulk is there. You're like, Hulk wasn't in this movie. Well, he was just yeah. He was a Hulk buster. So, but I I. I'm kind of like on board. There's there's nothing for me to say. Well, no, this trailer is bullshit, and they should have done. I'm kind of going in with a clean slate. Yeah, I, I'm not really looking forward to it, but I'm not against it. I don't know too much about Captain Marvel. I've never been a really big fan right. of her character, but it's going to be interesting to see how she fits in the MCU. I, I'm I'm okay with it. Right. I mean, I didn't know who the Guardians were very much, and that surprises me because I, I read lots of graphic novels. But when that movie hit, I was like, well, okay, I'm in. Now, do you think this is going to be Marvel's answer to Wonder Woman? They're going to try to make it that way. They couldn't do that with Black Widow because she's too dark. I, I don't know what they're going to do. I, it, it might work. The thing is, it's this, this. I mean, Wonder Woman's iconic. You know, it's Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. You know, the, the Holy Trinity over there. This is just, it, it's kind of a B, B character. But it, it might well, work. She's, from, she's been in the Avengers, so it, it fits. Yeah, I think from this point this point on everyone is a B character because honestly the major characters have already been done but yes. even then they weren't considered top notch characters so now we're going into not the dregs but it's like who else are we going to pull up here let's start with the A's <laughs> I don't know any A heroes no this Spider-Man or a Spider-Man yeah. speaking of which uh, before we recorded you were playing your Spider-Man on uh, the PS4. Oh, I love it. It's fun. Is. It's so much fun. It's amazing. It's it's all that and a bag of tricks, kicks. I, I was know. about to say, where, you, I, where am I going with this? Bag of cats? I don't know. <laughs> bag of webbing? I don't know. Bag of nuts? I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, better with or without Bruce Campbell? Uh, it, 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 who? Bruce who? Just... Your hero, your idol. Once, years what? ago with Briscoe <laughs> County. Yeah, but you were like, now do this. Sorry, you did it wrong. <laughs> Try, Try again. again. <laughs> that, was a, that was me. Try again a lot. So I'm like, <laughs> eh, screw this. Well, you know you need this skill to survive later on, but okay. Anyway. It doesn't make a difference. Oh, so before we move on, though, yes. they're, they're reshooting the, uh, the, the Phoenix thing they went in for reshoots i think this week didn't okay. they do you have any information about that or do you know um I, all i know is that it's still going to be going forward yeah i can't believe i don't know why they're doing that You've well been... the new mutants i heard is is going to be god awful but it, it's not going to really make much of a difference once it's official that x-men is now part of the, the MCU. mcu right you redo it anyway right so my theory in my head, if they're going to do a time travel story back to the past and revisit stuff, then it's going to be like an alternate 1985 in which you'll have mutants and you have the Fantastic Four there as well. Because I can't see how you would have the Baxter building 
and the Fantastic Four all of a sudden be there when the incident at New York happened. So is this going to be after the fact or just like now they're there? So that's just my theory, how I would reintroduce those figures in there. We'll so. see. I mean, I, I don't have any interest in the, in the new X movie or the new mutants. It's just sad. I really don't have any interest in them. But okay. But uh, and in the fairness, I mean, I've liked X-Men First Class. So did I, I yeah. I, and I enjoyed... Um, I like the Days of Future Past, Days too. That was fine. It, and I liked the way it retconned right. everything, fixed everything. And, and, and then it kept going yeah. for some reason. Uh, the apocalypse okay. thing, and now, okay. Not great, but at least, you know, we got Psylocke. That's for me. <laughs> that's, that's mine. That's daddy's time. <laughs> Don't touch Psylocke. She stays in the box. All right, so um, any other thoughts about Captain Marvel? Nope, I think it's going to be fine. Yeah, so we'll see how it goes from this point on. Um, But do you plan to collect any figures if they release it? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I will. I I don't care for the Build-A-Figure. Yeah. But I'll get the Captain Marvel figure. Yeah, which you, again, have been helping me do the Build-A-Figure for Mantis. which I'm (laughs) Trying. Trying. We're only like two. Three, Three figures away. Three figures away. Adam Warlock. Uh, Gamora and uh, Nebula, Nebula, which they're going to be hard to find because right. they're one per case. But right. we'll see. But now I have the 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 fever for the build a build a figure because of you. So thanks, James. No problem. Uh, Enjoy your addiction. <laughs> there you go. All right, so let's talk about a couple of things in the DC universe uh, with the Walking Phoenix, the Joker. Uh, there was two things that were released. There was the test footage, right? In which he is on the street and he's walking out of this building, and behind him, a clown or someone dressed in clown makeup uh, is walking behind him. You don't hear anything, but you know they're exchanging some kind of something, but we don't hear it. Um, so, what I did, so I put on Facebook uh-huh. what the dialogue was going to be between them. Like so bad lip reading, okay. something like that. <laughs> but in my interpretation, is the the scene from Joe Pesci from uh, Goodfellas. What am I? Some kind of clown? Do I amuse you? Right. That kind of thing. So mm-hmm. that's I'm like, and I'm looking at it again and reading the words. I'm like, no, it kind of almost fits that that moment fits with that. And uh, so there's no makeup with Joaquin in that scene. And again, it's. You don't know where this is taking place. It could be New York. It could be anywhere. Um, but the I think the better one is the second video in which Joaquin is just standing still. Mm-hmm. You hear music and then different images of Jokers kind of appear on his face. And then the last image kind of blends that, that makeup onto his face. And then we get this kind of Joker-esque version. But I really don't understand how this movie is going to work. There's no Batman. I, I don't get it. There's no other, there's no, you've got a villain, there's supposed to always be a hero, the white and the dark, you know what I mean? The light, you, I don't know. I mean, I'll see how Venom works. We'll see how that works. Well, yeah, because again, you need to have the Spider-Man and the whole uh, symbiote outfit. Right. From... seemingly, but okay. I don't know. Um, it could be a misstep, but it could. It, it's going to have its fan service anyway. So yeah, I and like I said, we we're talking about this the other day. I said I think I'm kind of cool with reinterpretations of characters, and I'm looking to see what 
is something new that we can see from the Joker that we've never seen before. Because in my mind, growing up, Cesar Romero was always the Adam West Joker. And he had that really kooky laugh, and I'm like, I've always enjoyed that. So when we get our first real big movie with Jack Nicholson, and he does his laugh, and I'm like, well, Jack Nicholson is kind of like the Joker, so there's not much of a stretch with that. Right. It worked. It worked. Right. I'm surprised it worked. Right. But then we get Heath Ledger, who blows everybody out of the water. Never would I have ever thought that I'm like, that Joker was amazing. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you can't even tell his origin story correctly. You're right. like, and that's even that's better. even creepier. That's like, yeah. shit. Okay, right. So what happened, really? <laughs> Doesn't make a difference because you don't. I'm going to kill you anyway. Right. So, oh, great. Okay. Um, and then we get Jared Leto's version of the street gangster Joker, which he complained that he didn't have enough screen time. He, I don't know. I, I think again. You open the the interpretation bag out and see what you guys can do. There are certain scenes that I'm like, I'm kind of cool with what they did. But then overall, I'm like, Jared Leto as the Joker. Not enough for me to feel like he was even in the running. No, I, I, I tend to agree. He's not He's not great. He's he's fair. Yeah, he's, but he doesn't stand out. He's not iconic. Right. His performance is not... It, no, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. But again... Um, just like um, we'll get into the DC Universe stuff, you know, watching the different Batmans uh, in the movies, you can see where, you know, some are stronger than the others. And I'm hoping that because of Joaquin Phoenix adding kind of like a little bit more um, acting chops, I think that might be interesting to see what we can do. I don't understand who's going to stop him. I mean, what is it, just an origin story? And then... I don't... Uh, just like the, the the Killing Joke, you know, we had the origin story, right, right, which is right. Maybe that's what they'll do. I don't know, but then that's that story. But whatever. The, 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 no, they don't actually. They don't have my money for sure. Yeah. You know. Oh wait. Oh wait and see what the critics say. Captain Marvel has my money for sure. Okay. But the Joker movie, I don't know. And even I'll probably see the Venom movie. But right. and then there's supposed to be two of them, right? What two Joker movies? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I know the Joaquin Phoenix one. I don't know if there's a Jared Leto one that was rumored, but... No, no, not Jared Leto. Just like another Joker movie. But, um... Maybe I'm getting myself mixed up. Is Martin Scorsese directing this one? I don't think so. Then there's a second Joker movie. Supposedly, he is doing a Joker movie as well. Okay. <laughs> so, if that's the case, um, I can think about the time when Sean Connery came back to do James Bond. Uh, never, never say, say never. never again. Ken and Basinger's. I'm like, God, a- really? You're just remaking Thunderball, which that's exactly what it was. But it's because of legal rights. That's what why they did that. Um, and then they had Roger Moore also at the same time doing his movie. So in one summer, you had two different James Bonds, and... Did it confuse audiences? And I think both of them sucked at that time. Uh, Their uh, their movies in general sucked, so... But in any case, we'll we'll find more information if that pops up. But I could have sworn that 
it was rumored that there was going to be two Joker movies, and one of them was going to be directed by Martin Scorsese. I don't see it, but Zazie Beetz is in this movie. Yes, which I'm kind of And Robert cool. De Niro, apparently. Yeah. So that's... That's kind of cool. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how it all plans out. Uh, the other news that came out is... Uh, Look, <laughs> go ahead. I'm not... This is more in the, in keeping of. This is really for adults portion <laughs> of the podcast because there's no other way to talk about this. But DC has something called the DC um, Black Label, I agree. in in which they're going to be telling stories for a more mature reader. And the first book in that line is called Batman Damned. So I just heard about this just the other day, and I'm like, and it was actually on the Colbert, Stephen Colbert show that I just heard about this, and I'm like, I had to uh, look for it for myself. So the big news is that we get to see Batman in the Batcave showing his Bat Privates. So he whips out, or doesn't, doesn't whip out the Bat Dick, but... There's dangerous sharp things in there. What are you doing? You can poke someone's eye out with that thing. I'm like, God. Do couldn't just keep that in the shadows even further. <laughs> and in fairness to all the guys who always look at scantily drawn women and their tiny revealing costumes. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, well, women also read comics too. Shouldn't they also get something on their behalf or for people that enjoy... But we don't see naked superhero women. Not yet. But if that's the angle, <laughs> right angle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's just a Norm MacDonald thing. You're just going... Yeah. <laughs> just... Not going to be started on that show. You watched that show. I watched it. I'm like, why? Uh, but... There has to be an audience that would appreciate this being shown this. It's so, a one-time thing. <laughs> just... Yeah, but even then, this is something that's brand new. Now, me being a connoisseur of a lot more adult content, there are porn movies in which they would do um, superhero costuming, which are fantastic in itself. So, Sure, the parodies, sure. The parodies are really well done with the costumes. So, of course... You have that aspect. But this is the kind of first time, not that they're going to be doing porn, but the kind of pushing the envelope to get, what, a brand new audience? Or is it just really to help comic book sales because they really haven't... Do we know the context of, of the of the shot? Why he's walking around the Batcave naked? Um, something to the is fact he taking that, like an air bath? No. <laughs> something's going on on his bat suit. And he takes off his clothes, and whatever's on the bat suit is not on him. So he had asked uh, his back computer to scan him. So I guess he's okay. fully undressed. Uh, that's why he's saying, is there, do you see anything on me or whatever? So it's negative, whatever. But that's when you get to see the dick. So I'm like, okay. So is it gratuitous? Well, to a degree, you get to see it. You see the human form. Yeah. And you see the, his, his bat ass or ass bat. Um, but again, it's no different from if we as males want to see Wonder Woman in the buff. I would want to see that too. 
but now they're going to be doing full frontal nudity as part of their label thing. So it really has to be like Game of Thrones. If you want to do an interesting story, fine. If you're going to be gratuitous in your violence and then the sex part, okay. But it, it depends on if that's your taste. Well, I, I think it, it was inevitable. At some point, this is going to happen. Yeah. Just the way that society's going. You're right, Game of Thrones. That's fine. You have nude's position. That, that's fine. So we just put it in the comic book. Right. If it works, great. It's historic. It, but it, it, just a, it may just be a ping on history. Maybe no one cares about it. Yeah, like the you gold know? foil label. And uh, end up covers. in a Watch Mojo thing later on in years from now. Things yeah. that DC would like you to forget about Batman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he just celebrated his 80th birthday. So he's in his birthday suit? Is that what <laughs> <laughs> uh, Such a Zing! Well, seriously, pew, folks. Pew, pew, Not pubes, not pubes, pew, not pubes. No, pew. <laughs> pew, pew, pubes. Um... Does he take time to shave, though? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, again, that's the kind of stuff that we have these weird conversations about when we go down this dark road about, you know, stuff that my mind and your mind tends to wander. It, it does. Just <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of like that, which you haven't read. It's a short uh, story about... Um, uh, Dave, not David Nevin, Larry Nevin, the the a Man of Steel and Man of Steel and Woman of Kleenex, right? In which you take a story and he basically talks about well, if kryptonite can affect Superman and different kryptonites affect him in different ways, if you were used, let's say, and I'm not sure about the color schemes, but if the red kryptonite uh, does this to his sperm, um. What does it do to like a normal procreation process? Like, let's start off with the process. This is one the weird thing he writes is that you know how there's only one egg and one sperm, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> what? And one one sperm comes really really fast, right? Beating out two million of its little brothers or right. sisters. Yeah. Now put that in the context of Superman. The minute, of course, he has his orgasm release. Yes, he <laughs> will blow out her brains because. That shoots out really fast. So that's one. It Wait, will kill What are her. they doing? <laughs> well, is it missionary or is it a, a blowjob that you're describing? Yeah, you got to. Both missionary. ways. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Both ways. It, she's getting her head blown off. You, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but let's, let's say that doesn't happen. Well, the one egg will not be able to withstand the assault of the one sperm because all the other sperms will be able to penetrate that in one egg as well because it's super sperm. Yeah, but she's dead. <laughs> that egg is obliterated. I know, but just for the argument's sake that she survives, that one egg will not be able to be able to uh, withstand the attack of just one egg because normally uh, once the one uh, sperm enters, right, everything else right. gets canceled. It's closed, out. right. Right. Door's so, closed. That's it. That's it. One and done. Yeah. That's not going to be the case with Superman. And his sperm, because they're a lot stronger than normal human sperm. Okay. So what I'm saying that that egg will be penetrated even further. So you'll have a lot more sperm with that one egg. 
I don't know what kind of mongoloid child that would be. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it would survive cell division right. like that. But, just not but really... that's the kind of logic that he would just kind of move it into that kind of thinking. Or, you know, um, if you were able to use a certain type of kryptonite, you could enlarge sperm that are like the size of a house and they're flying around. You know, it gets weird, but it's an enjoyable piece. If you ever get a chance, read Man of Steel, Woman of Kleenex by Larry Niven. Okay. So. All right, so let's move on from, let's shift <laughs> our seats <laughs> uh, to the DC Universe app. So as I mentioned last time, I paid for the full yearly subscription. So I have 15 months, because I got three extra months Yay. for the service. And starting October 12th is going to be the first episode of Titans, which we'll review. Uh, when that happens. You're counting the days, aren't you? You're I'm so excited. Very, I'm very excited. Of course, if you're going to be at Comic-Con, you'll get it about a week before. I think October 7th, which I'm, I wish I could go. but It's New York Comic-Con, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, but for right now, um, I showed you the overall layout, and I've been playing with it. The only complaints that I had so far is going to be some of the issues with casting, which meaning I can use it on my phone or my tablet to my TV, to my Chromecast, and then I can watch my shows, whatever. Um, my iPad has the the, the icon, mm -hmm. but not my iPhone. And I tweeted out to um, DC Universe about my problem. You know, they responded pretty quickly back. Um, still hasn't resolved my problem because I still have that. Whatever they sent me to didn't give me any more information that I did not know. I've tried reinstalling, and that still has not been fixed. And since the iPhone has a brand new iOS 12, no, still has the exact same problem. But in any case, um, there have been a lot of good stuff, and there's been a lot of terrible stuff that I've seen mm -hmm. on the app. Let's start off with the Super Friends. Going back to our childhood, and with Wendy and Marvin and, and Wonder, Wonder Dog. Dog. Let's not forget Wonder Dog. I'd like um, to, and <laughs> and which we would have, you know, almost an hour long story um, on Saturday morning cartoons. And this was to me, um, I'll let you speak to that experience uh, about me enjoying seeing Super Friends or superheroes on the screen. Yeah, it was a little campy, but you know what? We've never had this before. Right. Straight from the comic book pages, onto your TV. Yeah. Animated, moving, live. Yeah. And sure. And then they, and they, give, you, they give you, for the first time, I think, at least for me as a child, they give me a voice for the characters. Yeah. That I didn't have before when I was reading comic books. And then I would always hear those voices when I was reading the comics, which, which helped a lot, I think. Right. And it was nice to hear uh, Ted Knight's voice again. Yes. Meanwhile, the great Hall of Justice. Of course, I'm not doing it justice by his uh, by any means, but just remembering him. Yeah, Ted Knight is is great, and yeah, and, and, and it just you always remember that, right? And Casey Kasem as Robin and Shaggy and yeah. Shaggy, and I was like, uh, there's a lot of people that I'm like, oh, the guy who did Superman is doing the the news announcer or whatever. But he's just doing slightly different. And like I never even noticed until I just rewatched this. Now, granted, it was just like 
you're going to have a handful of people. They're going to be doing everybody. So it's going to be similar. Like James Doohan yeah, in, in exactly. Star Trek cartoon? But at least James Doohan really did have good skills. He had range, yeah. yeah. Um, so, it, you know, when you have that kind of accessibility, you go back and I'm like, I don't remember any of this. <laughs> now, is that a good thing? Generally, unless you have fond memories of it and it's ruined. Well, that's what the thing. Um, you watched the Legends of the Superheroes last night, didn't I, you? I saw that last night, and I saw the roast episode. And there's only two. I know, I know. Um, and just don't take lemonade from strangers. Just don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dr. Savannah was able to make lemonade and neutralize Green Lantern's power because his power is that he can't fight against anything yellow. Which, in my mind, going back to the previous conversation, if you were to pee on him, oh, God. you can't stop that because his power ring won't block anything yellow. Unless it's clear, then you're screwed. So you have to make sure you eat a lot of protein so it's yellow. So, again, this is how I'm going down that road many times. Or Have you been sleeping properly, Monty? No. <laughs> just, no. That's just a weird thing to say. I know, but I'm just saying, if you're going to think about this... I don't want to... Th- but okay, keep going. <laughs> I, I don't forget... You know, I don't know how it would work with asparagus, so... Uh, the smell! The, the smell, smell alone! But is that enough to combat against Green Lantern? I don't know. So anyway, Dr. Savannah uh, gave Green Lantern some lemonade that neutralized his powers, which was stupid beyond belief. But then again, the whole series was live action done on I think NBC and they, they filmed it in front of an audience I yeah. think because at the end when they're like I can't find the switch yeah and yeah but the second episode they did a roast of all the superheroes and the one they came out that was just like oh my god you should not do this ever again was the black comedian his name was Ghetto Man so Ghetto Man it was the 70s. It was the 70s. Like, Blazing Saddles could not be done today. Right. But it was funny because you had made a comment about how, sure, you know, we have all these superheroes, but I don't see any brothers up here. And don't say Green Lantern is a brother because green is not a color. Something to that effect. And I'm like, it's, it's weird that he's all dressed in these pimp clothes. But like you said, it, it was the 70s. And it's got awful, but... Get him in. What's your job? Oh, I got my hose. They work for me. <laughs> Bitch slapping and collecting money. No, that's not how oh, it's it works. Terrible. Yeah, that's terrible. Um, but there was... And then Hawkman, he would always stretch out his arms like... Aah! And screech. I have to watch this Every again. five seconds. And I'm like, stop doing that. <laughs> now, the costumes are awful, but... There are some like um, the Flash, <laughs> because limited of uh, special effects, he would just stand still. A red dot comes up, and then he pops out. Right, and then he goes someplace else and pops back in. You don't see any running action. It was just like this is cheap. Seventies again. Right. We don't know if superhero live superhero. No, they did. Wonder Woman was on back then. It had been on for three years because that took place in like 1974, I think. Uh, Wonder Woman, I think, took place 75. later. Yeah. But this is 79, I think, isn't it? The Legends of the Superhero I thing? I don't remember. Well, whatever the case is, you can always look it up. Um, and then 
earlier today, I looked at the first Wonder Woman movie. Oh, God. With Kathy Lee Crosby. And Ricardo. My eyes! Um, even back then, I knew this movie was crap. But I watched it anyway. But there are sometimes you want to go back and see the good and the bad. And that's the one cool thing that I can say about DC is that they're not hiding this crap. Right. It's all out there. Right. And The good, the bad, the mistakes. Because some is nostalgic for it. Right. And even the bad stuff, it's still, let me show my kids this. (laughs) That kind of thing. So this is something that we talked about briefly is that if Marvel tries to do something like this, Sure, they got tons of good movies, but it's kind of limited. I, I sure you can do the exact same kind of comics, which I kind of like what they do on the app. But as far as the animated stuff, we're going back to what nothing but Spider Man and the Avengers, right? Because they haven't had a successful DVD stream, right? Like DC, they had a few things that were nice. The the uh, Ultimate Avengers, I think, the first one was good, right? With Yos. Um, Right with Chris Jones, yeah, and but oh no, but they've got their stuff on on Disney XD, right? But that's where it gets. What I think what makes sense for DC is like let's pull it all together mm-hmm. on the one house, one app, one streaming service, and that, that's kind of cool because when DC when Disney does theirs, you know, sure Marvel's going to be part of it, but it's not going to be separate like DC has theirs. Okay, like. WB owns DC, but they're not putting it like with Harry Potter. They're not doing with the other properties. Right, it's a separate entity in and right. of itself, just the DC comic right. universe. So I don't think Marvel can, at this point, really consider to compete on that level. Disney, on the other hand... That's, Disney owns everything. Right, that's the other thing. That's something to be worried about. Yeah, and Disney now owns <coughs> Fox movies, and they, and they needed, I think, the Fox merger to, to get their, their movie database up. So yeah. you can just, it's one-stop shopping. But so many streaming services, you, you have a lot to pick carefully. Right. Because it can cost you hundreds of dollars. Right, which is the whole point of why we got the cable cord uh, cutting, because it was cheaper to do piecemeal, but if you start adding it all up, it's like you're paying for cable all over again. Right. Um, the other thing that I was going to point out, um, the DC Daily is something also that I, I enjoy. Um, because it's literally a, a live show, not a live show, but it's a 30 minute show <coughs> in which they're talking about whatever topics, hence about every day, every day. Wow. So either they spotlight a, a topic like for Batman day, you know, and talk about it with their little panel. <laughs> it is penis. Yeah. Great. Well, that was before that hit the market. <laughs> did, did they address it? Are they going to address it? Do they do adult themes on the uh, show? Do you think they'll discuss that? Or is it more kid-friendly? Like, no, 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 no we can't discuss that. Well, okay. Um, I don't think it's kid-friendly per se. Uh, it is tame. But um, one of the people that are on the show, I forget the guy's name, but he wrote for Harlequin, and he was talking about the 50th issue of Harlequin. So one of the other members on staff were interviewing him. So when they broke out into a, a much larger panel, uh, they were talking, there's one guy named Brian Hong. And he was kind of trashing the comic books, that, that piece of shit. And they kind of bleeped out a couple of things. Okay, so there is cursing. So they could do it if they wanted right. to. Right. And the reason why I even bring up Brian Tong, and I try to do this, is that one of my new kittens, 
looks just like him. And I'm not saying because of his face. If you look at Brian Tong, he has black hair and he has like a kind of a blonde tan streak down the middle. Mm -hmm. So does my kitten. So I sent him a picture of Brian and my kitten to, and I tagged him and DC Universe about uh-huh. how it, they look similar. And wow. I, okay. I, w- I would like to get any suggestions since I don't have any names yet. Not a peep. Not a peep. So this is like the nerdy nummies. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, remember I told you I made cookies? Right. Like Carol's cookies? Yeah, basically. right. And, you're, you're... and I sent a picture to her and it's like, because she likes to see all her pictures. It makes her happy. Well, she didn't respond to me. So I don't like her anymore. <laughs> it's... So Brian, you need to respond if you're to listening. Me, if you're listening. <laughs> I mean, I put it on my Instagram page as on Twitter. So if you want to see the picture of the two of them. You it's not like you're there. doing anything, Brian. You're just writing comic books. Brie <laughs> Larson had time to answer Monty's thing. She liked she it gave, at least. She gave it a like at least. You could do that as much. Just, just, just like, a click. Just a... Maybe retweet. Be nice. But maybe he didn't like it, or maybe, maybe I mean, I don't know. It was just weird because you know when I tagged this, uh, DC Universe about my problem with the um, the casting problem, within a half hour I got a response. This time nothing, not a thing. And I was hoping maybe they'll talk about it on the DC. Well, there's thing. no money involved in that, so just, yeah. Well, if they don't, your cat thing. I mean, you're, if they don't, make, if they don't acknowledge it, it's going to be a money thing. Yeah. DC refund my money. I know, but that's the thing. That's money's involved there. Brian Tong doesn't. I don't give. Well, that's cute. You think I look like your cat? You're nuts. Okay, just maybe he's a dog person. Who knows? I don't know, but I just thought it was cute. Maybe he's offended. I don't know, but you know. When when did you send this? I think like a day ago. Oh no, a day ago. Give him some time. Give him at least a week. Dude, it's the internet. I know. Social media. We got to do it right away. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Okay. There's no waiting on this. So, aside from that, um, the other smart thing, what they did, and I'm glad to kind of, because we're still having little issues here, is that the premiere show is going to be Titans, just like CBS All Access mm-hmm. is going to be Star Trek Discovery. But I, li- I like the way they, they gave it to you. You started using this, and you've got some time to play with it before right. it hits. Right. That's, that's so great. get the bugs out first, and then go ahead and get ready for the stuff that's going to be what you want. So when we have these shows coming out with Titans, you have uh, Young Justice, we have uh, Swamp Thing, um, now, Star Girl um, also is going to be in production. So all these shows help that streaming service, which is what I've, I've always argued against about why CBS All Access, why you're still paying for it, doesn't make sense to me. And I know you're still supporting them, but I'm like... It's like NPR to me. I know, but it's, it's not NPR. It's only five ninety nine. Are you out of your mind? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing. I'm only if I'm gonna watch this, I would only buy it for that period that I'm gonna be watching Discovery. It makes sense. You, your your logic is not is not flawed. Right. I'm just but, lazy. Right. But uh, when they have the, twi- the new Twilight Zone with Jordan Peele, who's gonna be a part of, that's like two years from now. <laughs> well, it's 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 enough that I'm like, well, that's what you need to be doing. Are new content. It? Yeah. To kind of like bring you to that service, not just a one show and rely on it. It's true. You're right. So, but all in all, I'm kind of happy with it. I still have not received my omnibus. 
for the new Teen Titans, but uh, we shall see. Oh, and then the other thing, too, is that um, this past week they did like a spotlight on George Perez. Oh, that's cool. Which, it's okay. He's flamboyant, but whatever. Well, the thing is... He drew Wonder Woman. That's fine. Um, right. And I'm glad you brought that up. And he did Christ of an Infinite if I'm not mistaken, Infinite which is amazing. Yeah. Right. And I wanted to interview him for the podcast, and I did. And you'll hear that way, way back. Because I'm like, I have a question I wanted to ask him. This is when Joss Whedon was attached to Wonder Woman. And then somehow that dropped. Right, the creative differences. Right. So I wanted to ask George Perez, how would you do Wonder Woman if you were given that option? And I'm like, the man I said, Joss Whedon, it's like, I don't follow that guy. And I'm like, and I said, that's not the question. My question to you is that, you know, what would you do? Blah, 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 blah. Fine. Size of my wife. Here's your fucking money. Thanks. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, don't it? It was very disingenuous. And I'm sure he's been dealing with guys and fanboys or whatever. Maybe he had a rotten day. Whatever the case may be. I'm like, you should treat someone at least with a little bit more sincerity. Well... I, mean, I, I, I went to talk to Adam Hughes, I think, for the Comic-Con, just for the bombshell thing. Because yeah. Joe, a friend of ours, had asked me to get a, uh, a, a one of his drawing books. And I went there. I was like, hi, can I get a drawing book? And he, was, he wasn't the nicest guy to me. But it's, you know what I mean? It's, right. But then I don't care about your work too much. so It's, it's not for me. It's for a friend. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's my, like, fuck you. <laughs> Tasha, you are not going to be there at the th- yeah, okay. I'm going to get new pictures. That's the whole of it. You know that story. Buddy. Yeah, I know. All right. So I'm kind of eager to um, talk about Titans when it comes out, and Mr. Gene and I will get to that point soon. So if you have the app or plan to get the app, let me know what your feelings are so I can talk about that. Um, any other thoughts before we close out? I got nothing. All right. So on that note, Remember, you can always email us at monstersci-fi-show at gmail.com or follow me on the various social networks. Remember, you can follow me on Instagram and look at that picture of Brian Tong and the kitten. And my daughter came up with a cool name because she compared it to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a pair of tongs. And I love that. It's good. It works. <laughs> it was very clever. Very punny. Yes, right. that's very nice. Uh, so on that note, thank you for listening to us and to the Monster Sci-Fi Show. It's sci-fi from a certain point of view. Good night. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.